Hi guys, um, this is Oscar speaking. Um, I know I've been gone for a while and I do apologize and thank you for everybody that has been listening to me up to this day, um, even though it's just a few podcasts, but I have been promising and pushing myself to really put in the time and I'm serious about it this time because, um, you know, perhaps other times, like it's like you're juggling two jobs and, you know, trying to figure out what I'm doing in life. Um, now, I have dropped one of those jobs, woo, um, and I've been able to work just three days a week, and the other four days, it's spent with my family, and, you know, I can't be any more excited than that, to, you know, exchange money for more time with family, and that's kind of like one thing, that one of the topics that I am going to talk about tonight um, about family, but, you know, I know there's some touchy subjects about family, and some people are more defensive than others, or there's some more aggressive or negative, um, thoughts about family, but, you know, regardless of that, and kind of want to tie it into money, because, you know, a lot of people tie money with a lot of other things, um, and like I said, you know, going from two jobs, working six days a week to just one job and working three days a week, I can tell you that, like, that is a drastic difference, not just, um, not just in, like, the money itself, but, like, the amount of time I've been actually able to not only just spend time with myself, but also with, like, my friends and my mentors that, you know, people that are, like, that are my cheerleaders and that are pushing me through in my life, but, um, that's a whole other conversation and podcast that I can talk about another time. But yeah, like, you know, um, once again, I appreciate everybody that has, you know, listening and waiting to, to come back to the podcast world. And, you know, on top of that, you know, considering Wednesdays is still kind of like my big off day and still like my big productive day, I'm thinking of maybe just doing like a bi-weekly podcast session or publishing session. That way, um, you know, if I feel like if I did a weekly session with, you know, with everything that I have going on, then I feel like maybe on a weekly basis, maybe too consistent, and I could be running on the topics that I can talk about, and not that I want to potentially run out of topics, but I also want to be able to spend time and also um, invest my time in finding other topics to talk about, and potentially bring up, because you know there's a lot going on in this world, and Nobody knows when everybody else is, you know, if somebody in your life is going to, you know, made the part this world and move on to the afterlife. And that's why I said, like, I've been much happier being able to spend time with my family. And again, my topic today will be between family and money. Um, with that being said, um, one of the major differences in, about money, and I'm going to dive into this topic for about, like, maybe a minute or two. Um, I've come to realize that money isn't everything, and I hope that some people are understanding that mindset, or at least trying to fit, find how to make money not become everything, or not let themselves be ruled by money, because it is honestly very, very difficult to put that antidote with money. And everybody else says, time is money, 
oh, I can't do this without X amount of money. I can't do this without, or I can't live like this. I can't, you know, um, downsize myself into a more cheap lifestyle or because I have like this reputation or I got this image of myself. And, you know, those type of people are, are feeding their, their egos with money. And the one question I have for you that are listening to this and have that type of mindset, can you carry that money with you to the afterlife? And I'm going to just let you sit down and think about that for a few minutes. And the, it's a real rhetorical question, but if you can answer it, really the answer is no. You can either just let that money sit there and just... Um, grow over time with investments or you can pass it on to you know your next generation but again that's still digging people into creating what um, money and not necessarily what you know um, I've come to surround my mind set with you know money and like again money isn't everything but I've been able to create wealth you know wealth to me that I've defined it as is wealth is the amount of time that you have with people after you work. So, I can say for a fact, you know, I've been much happier spending my time with my siblings. More importantly, because, you know, they're in elementary school, and, you know, their first 10 years of life are very crucial. Not just, you know, I'm not just only speaking on the parents' mindset, but, you know, also as a sibling, because with them being 7, 6, and 4, and me being 22, you know, that's, that's a whole generation gap, man. But that being said, I don't want to miss out, you know, um, the major important events that go on with their life or, you know, things that I could actually ask for them because, you know, I experienced it and, you know, they may not see me as a go-to person for everything, but I want to open that door to them and let them know that, you know, they're not alone. And that there is somebody that has gone through what they're going through. Or there is somebody else that maybe that's not me directly, but somebody else that's going that has gone through what they're going through and can guide them and potentially lead them into, you know, finding a solution and open their brains and mindsets and get them to become open thinkers and think for themselves and not just you know, just because anybody else is trying to get them to think like the industrial mindset because you know a lot of people think that you know there's an industrial mindset and a lot of people fail to realize you know that industrial mindset is not that much change because one you're trained to work or be in a career and if you're you say like going to college then obviously um there's not much originality behind it because there's so many other people that have already you know lived that type of lifestyle before and you me personally i just broken free from that mindset and living on to the information age we are literally thinking on the information age right now and with that being said you know there's a lot of changes going on in this economy and what can't be stresses enough money is not everything Money cannot buy you happiness. Money can maybe buy you power, but is it real power? No. You know, money can buy you friendships. Money can buy you relationships. But is it a real, genuine relationship? No. What happens when you're broke? Nobody's going to want to see you. Nobody's going to want to hang out with you. So, again, money is not about everything. It's about the time and that you are able to put into other people and you know spend time with them. Because at the end of the day, 
you never know when they're gone. And with that being said, I'm gonna put in like a short break. That way I can kind of um, hydrate myself a little bit. And I'm honestly underway to get something to eat because it is almost midnight. I only had like one meal this afternoon. So I'm kind of starving. So we'll be back after a short break. Okay, so I got my food and I'm currently driving right now, but you know, um, and kind of going back and recapping on, you know, what I said a few minutes ago, nothing made me happier in the past two months than spending more time with my sibling than anything, or siblings actually. Because, you know, there's all three of them and then I've been accompanying them to appointments and helping them with the homework or just even just like playing with them or talking with them, you know. And I've come to realize, you know, after them ending their school year, I've come to realize like, wow, I've missed out on like, not necessarily like a lot of information, but I missed out on some information and like in some events. And... You know, like, there was field day, and there was, um, like, after-school events, or, like, movies at the library, and, you know, those kind of things, you know, I kind of don't partake on, or didn't partake on in the beginning, because I thought it was kind of, like, porny, but come to realize, like, that's equaling more time with my siblings, you know, and getting not more involved with them, not just on a personal level, but on the school level, and inspiring them to be great achievers you know my older younger sister is in second grade and and when I heard her going to second grade it just flashed back me to my time being in second grade and still remembering like it's a very crucial time so um you know I honestly can't tell you the difference as far as like the money because I really couldn't track how much I was making between the the six days I was working all I knew is that I was making money and spending it and when I say it was reckless spending it was reckless spending like last trip I took was um, in February and I went to DC for about four or five days which was great DC um, threw me off Um, it it caught me by surprise as far as like how diverse it was Um, because honestly I thought it was just like a white a white only area but I see it is like very diverse as far as like the Hispanics and the the black community and by black I mean like all roots of black from Africa and you know anywhere else because you know you just don't see black in just Africa so that's why I just said black community because they're, they're a variety just as the same as us Hispanics and you know everyone else um, I'm not gonna touch too much on that topic want to stay focused on the family thing um and with that being said you know from there to pretty much June I still I've only seen my siblings maybe once or twice and in two days like if it was early in the morning I'll be able to see them if not then I won't be able to see them and I just focused on making money and that wasn't taking me anywhere I was still frustrated because you know I didn't know what I was doing 
And with that being said, um, with this opportunity that came presented to me um, to meet my mentors, I was able to actually drop um, my second job at that where I was at was at Fridays, and kept my main job at PF Chang's, and I could not be happier and less stressed. And like I said, like I spent a lot more time with my siblings and even with my mom, despite that she annoys me on a regular basis. And you know, you know that's what moms are supposed to do. They're supposed to be annoying you and nagging you about certain things. When she had realized that I was changing my behavior patterns, she was also confused. She was like, "What are you doing? Why are you going to these meetings? Like, what's going on?" And my dad was also, you know, confused. Like, "What are you doing?" And I couldn't necessarily tell anybody about it because, you know, I was going through the process of changing my life and I can't necessarily answer that when I'm still learning, you know? Like, you gotta, you gotta learn what the teacher is teaching you before you're able to teach anybody. And, you know, and even when I've learned the material, I still gotta be able to, I still have to learn how to walk around like I know the material. I gotta know what I'm talking about. I can't just learn the things and go around just talking to anybody about it. So... But with that being said, you know, with these meetings that I've been having, you know, meeting with my mentors and, you know, my coaches, I call them my coaches because, you know, they could, they cheer me on and, you know, it's, there's a drastic difference, you know, I can't be any more happier to say there's a drastic difference. I'm not stressed out about bills because I learned how to budget it. I've Honestly, this this month literally, I've budgeted supposedly like two thousand dollars, maybe a little more than that for bills, and I was able to actually budget and spend less money than that, and was able to put aside about five hundred dollars to myself, and that's like cutting out the eating out and cutting out, and it it hurt me because. I enjoyed going out. I enjoyed taking my siblings out, but nothing spent, nothing creates more time and a better bonding than cooking and talking with siblings at home. You know, it's okay. It's cool to go out and have little outings here and there, but, you know, I had breakfast with my youngest, with my younger brother for once in like months. Like, I was here cutting up. A potato and my cousin my brother I'm sorry my brother walks in he looks at looks at it looks at me we're both looking at the potato we're both looking at each other we're like okay and for to me and to him that meant that he wanted to eat so I was like, okay I'll just make some extra and he came to sit down to eat with me and my mom and I'm just like wow like I'm actually eating with my brother which I haven't since, um, I want to say in like an April. And, you know, in April I was actually going out to lunches to see my si- my sisters at school because my brother was too young to actually, um, to actually get in pre-K. They, we just put him in preschool in the days that he wasn't at school. We took him to, um, the luncheons, what we, that's what we called it, um, to meet with, you know, with my sisters and it was more for me than my brother because you know they already spend enough time as is between one another and I felt happy I felt satisfied I felt like I was actually making 
one of the right choices in my life for once. And I don't regret it. You know, as much as I tell myself, oh, I could have kept myself busy um, working and making more money. I'm actually spending my time and I'm actually at home more reading or listening to podcasts that I'm constantly challenging myself to get out of my own comfort zone and move on forward. You know, and nothing can top that at all. You know, I'm, I've told myself I wanted to become a better brother. I wanted to become a better leader just for them. I wanted to become a better son. I wanted to, you know, in all types of way, be the better person. Not just for now, but like for the future. You know, learn how to become a better um, potential spouse and learn how to become a better father, you know. And, and I'm referring just later on in the future because, you know, my dad and I, we had our differences. And my dad didn't have a father growing up, so he tried his best to raise me, you know, without having a father. And, you know, there's no owner's manual in life. And everybody knows that, you know, like. And one of the biggest issues that I've seen, you know, from everywhere in the world, you know, everybody wants to take the... um like being fatherless or being motherless as an excuse as to why they can't be a good mom or they can't learn how to love or, you know, if someone were to be orphaned, they kind of use it as an excuse. No, you need to use that as a drive to be the better person. Even though, you know, there's no instructions, you have to do the best you can, you know, and it's it's hard. You know, me and my dad, again, like I said, we didn't didn't have the best relationships. I spent almost three years not saying a word to him when I had first came out the closet. And I know that broke his soul because I was his first and only son. He treated me like a treasure. He took me out to, like, dinners. He took me out to parties, took me out, you know, to concerts that I have no memory of. And for me to just flat out not talk to him for three years I know I had hurt him and that had hurted me too because you know I never thought I would have spent three years not saying a word to my dad and until when we moved to the new to the house that we're currently at and I started talking to him and spending a little more time and we started to improve our relationship as a father and son you know I felt like those three years even though they were my darkest years, I felt like I needed my dad the most, and I didn't know how to talk to him because my ego got in the way. You know, like the whole me coming out the closet, it was a real plot twist. Not a plot twist, but uh exploiting moment of everybody's colors in the family, and I was mad at my dad for saying what he had said. And I was upset at my mom, too. I was upset at everybody in the family. And I shut everybody out. And... To this day, I've pushed that behind me. And as, even though I don't talk to my dad as much because we have opposite schedules, we do talk when we can, you know, and I love that. You know, I love that I still have a dad. And I'm not going to let, you know, let's say those three years or the lack of the relationship we have leave that into pouring that into my future child, you know, and especially with me being openly gay you know whether my child is going to be either adopted or um, biological I've learned things that you know from a son's perspective and 
I can apply that to my future child and even then, you know, learn what not to do and what to say and what not to say. And with my mom, she and I were close growing up because my dad spent most of the time working. So we grew together. And then coming out the closet, um, again, I distanced myself from family because I was so mad at everybody. And coming during her time, you know, being pregnant with my siblings on the way, um, we had bonded each other. And some of the pregnancies, we got mad at each other and we got each other upset. But at the same time, uh, we were both very emotional because my mom and I, we were like very strongly connected like two peas in a pod. Like, if you were to hear us talk, we talk almost the same way as Spanish at one point in time until I picked up in a Caribbean accent. But, you know, we I get that sincere and honest and genuine character from her. And it had hurt me getting away from her because that was my mom who I always felt like I could go, go to with all my problems and feel safe. And even though if there were maybe instances where she may judge me, um we will still talk about it and she'll tell me her lessons or her personal experiences um and you know as much as she annoys me now with having to drag me around left or right i still love her to death i thank her for loving me unconditionally um you know my dad does not know everything i do but my mom in a sense does and she kind of doesn't judge me so um, kind of like holding back tears because, you know, this is a touchy subject and I, I can understand to an extent what it feels like not to have a certain f- family member because I've gone a period of time without really approaching them or talking to them or even acknowledging him. I did not even acknowledge my dad. That's how mad I was at him. So, you know, you know, anyone that has listened to this, I don't want you guys to use it as an excuse of not having a parent you know, to be a toxic example for your future child, you know, like, we have to break these generational curses that they've been implied onto us, and there's generational curses that's been there for hundreds of years, and it's hard to break it, but once you've gotten out of that generational curse, I can promise you, you'll see a lot differently. It's not all black and white. There's shades of gray, there's shades of color, every color in the rainbow you can see when you break those generational curses. And you might be seen as a black sheep, just like how I currently am right now, but I am happy being where I'm at. I don't have to hide myself. I don't have to um, feel like I am ashamed of, of who I am. And I will never be ashamed of who I am, you know, and... Everybody has their own opinions. You know, my parents, they don't know how to be, how to live that homosexual lifestyle. So I can't let them tell me what to do. So, you know, I hope this message and this story of mine reaches out to anyone that listens to this and can use it as a positive example for the future. I will leave you all on this note. Be the change that you want to see in this world. And make the best out of it. It always gets better.